podcast, David Allen with Will Bryant, special guest, Evan Cronus, in the house tonight. He brought Starbucks. Evan, a graduate of Weddington High School. The Golden Bears, right? Daily Tar Heel, staff writer, men's soccer, women's hoops. Aficionado. Aficionado, former softball coverage phenom. Really a jack of all trades. Anything else I failed to mention? No, I think you covered it all. Um, Did you meddle in anything at the DTH field day? You know, no. It was a real poor performance. Um, afterwards, the doctors looked at me, pulled hammy, didn't know about it going in. There but, you go. You know. it, it failed to make the injury report. Yeah. We're hoping for a good outing next year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we will be in attendance. Possibly have a uh, DTH on the court day we're, we're hearing. Anyway. Um, last week... Our guest picker, Justin McMahon, went 5-1, and 2-0 and on his locks. Surprising. Pretty solid. <laughs> Pretty solid. He also won the, uh, he won the fantasy outing with LeGarrette Blunt and Jordan Reed really leading the way. Who came um, in last for the last two weeks? I struggled. I have, I've gone 3-3 three and three every week, though, so I'm staying pretty steady. 9-9. I'm 1-5 on my locks, so you should just never listen to my locks. Will went two and four last week with a one and one on his locks, moving to eight and ten, three and three. I'm the lock leader. I'm the locksmith. <laughs> the locksmith. There you go. I'd say it's fair. Um, so I'd say we're like one more week away from finding out how good we really are. Because if I continue to stay at five hundred, then there's really no reason to listen to me. Because I'm just going to do mediocre every week, and I'm not going to win you any money. Not going to lose you any money. You're the most solid player of all time. Yeah, I'm like a. I can. I'm. Consistently 50-50. If we avoid your locks, we could be 4-0 every really, week. That's the truth, though. If you don't listen to the locks, maybe that's what you should do. I'm feeling good about my locks this week. Um, all right, so we'll start with what we usually start with, the Thursday night game this week. The Color Rush, Jacksonville will host Tennessee. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, yeah, so Will and Evan, you guys both like Jacksonville this game. What's up with that? Yeah, um, I'm real excited for the colors. Um, if you've seen those Jaguars unis, they are something special. I don't know. I just feel like Bortles is going to have a day. I feel like last week wasn't very good, and uh, it's really time, especially against Tennessee, who is abysmal in most ways outside of Mariota. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Jags, have you seen the receiving core? I say it every week. Got Allen Robinson, Allen Hearns, and Julius Thomas is not dead, I think. Isn't it? What's his face hurt? Who's hurt? Hearns? Is Hearns? No, he scored last week. Is he playing? The, did he get hurt in the game last week? Maybe I'm wrong, but... He scored a touchdown in eight straight games, people. I would venture to guess that... That's not right. Less probably. than a million people will watch this game. It'll it'll draw one of the worst ratings on Thursday Night Football history. What are the normal Thursday Night ratings? I mean, you, like a 4.2, like over, a little bit over 4 million. Like, for instance, on Sunday at 4.30... The my uh, the New England New York Giants game drew twenty eight point five million people. Gosh, so I don't know Tennessee and, and Jacksonville. It seems like a bad game. So you guys both are going to go with Jacksonville. Yes, I'm staying away here. We'll move to the Sunday Sunday one o'clock games. This is a very uh, a game that me and you both like, Evan. Dallas, pick them against Miami. The return of Tony Romo. This is simple to me. Dallas has to win out if they want any chance to make the playoffs. They've been so close like the past three weeks. I mean, I've picked them every week. But if you give them a pick them, I like them over Miami. Um, 
kind of same reason for you, return of Romo? Yeah, I think it's definitely Romo coming back. I think he's ready. Um, by the way, he's been a great teammate. Yeah. These, yeah. This, I mean, all the time he's been out, it's been actually incredible. Made me like him more. But I think, yeah, if he's healthy, that Dolphins defense is not going to do much. Um, also, I just can't really think of Dallas losing eight straight games. That doesn't seem like a real thing. So. And we both like him enough to lock him. Yes. So that means Miami's totally going to win because I'm picking them as a lock. No, but you have me this week, so yeah. So we're solid. This will be your this will be your week. So Dallas and a pick 'em against Miami. That spread has actually moved up to Dallas being one and a half point favorites. So, but we we, we still keep them at pick 'em. So, mm-hmm. um, we'll stay with it there. New York Jets at Houston. Uh, this is the game that Will you picked. Both of us stayed away. Jets minus two and a half. This is one of those games that just makes sense. Everybody's gonna be high on the Houston team. After they beat Cincinnati, the Jets are going to go down there and lay it to them. I don't care who starts a quarterback for the Jets. I haven't looked at it. Who is it? Is it going to be Smith or Fitzpatrick? Fitzpatrick. All right. So they're going to lay it to them. I don't care that Cecil Shorts is back for Houston. I think I would take take the Jets by seven in this game, being straight up. Interesting. Any thoughts on that? I don't know. I mean – I don't know who's really high on Houston after last week's game. I mean, I mean, you're, that, that was that was a hard game to watch both sides. I think your casual fan looks at it like, oh, they beat okay, yeah. the previously undefeated undefeated Cincinnati yeah. team. I'm gonna go ahead and pick them. Yeah. No, don't do that. Yeah, take the Jets. Yeah. I don't. I I like T.J. Yates. He's won one more playoff game than Andy Dalton. He's actually two and zero against Andy Dalton now. I like him. Let's play. I hope he. I hope he continues to start, but I don't know if he will. Let's play guess who with carries in the Texans' backfield. Can't name one of them. Alfred Blue and Chris Polk. Oh, look at you! Ooh, wow. I know my Texans' backfield. <laughs> All four of them. Um, okay, so Will's gonna take the Jets minus two and a half. We're both staying away. Tampa Bay at Philadelphia. Philadelphia is favored by six. Evan and I both like Tampa Bay plus six. Once again, I talked about this last week on the. Pod, Jameis Winston hasn't turned the ball over in like four straight weeks. He's actually looking like a pretty good player. Doug Martin's kind of alive. Yeah. Evans and um, Evans and Jackson. Is Jackson healthy? I think Jackson's out actually. But either way, Tampa Bay um, looking pretty good. I like te- I like this team. Yeah, especially last week. I was um, really encouraged with the way Tampa Bay played to make this pick. I just am not a believer in Philadelphia. I'm not positive what the Sam Bradford status is. Is he, he officially out? I think he's officially out. Yeah, he's Sanchez. He, he has separated shoulder. Yeah, that just seems very dangerous to he me. He wants to play, so if he plays, then that's even more reason to take Tampa Bay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, Tampa Bay pulls these kind of random games out, and I think Jameis is probably not going to turn the ball over. doesn't seem like Philly's going to be a team to break his little streak. So, yeah, I, I feel confident in that pick. And I'm saying no offense to DeMarco Murray, but if Ryan Matthews is out, I think Tampa Bay can contain that run. Actually, offense to DeMarco Murray. He's been pretty bad. The man of glass. Yeah. This Eagles game, this Eagles team is just strange. They beat the Giants by 20. They beat the Saints by 20. Then they, like, lost to the Cowboys in week one, lost to the Skins, lost to the Panthers, lost to the Dolphins last week. In the close. I just don't know. It's just kind of hard to say who's going to be there. But if you give me six points, I feel pretty good with Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying, obviously, Tampa Bay can still easily lose this game, but... I just would be confident that the Bucks will keep it close. Probably would have taken Tampa Bay even if it was plus four. I think Tampa Bay has a good chance in this game. Um, 
I didn't do this as a lock, but there's one more game that I like more that you like as well. But we'll continue. Washington at Carolina is a game that we all three stayed away, but just briefly, anybody want to touch on. It's Carolina by seven and a half. You like that? All right, sorry. That's my weekly you like that from Kirk Cousins. Cousins is looking good. Cousins is the best part of the NFL. The, the best part? The like, best part of the NFL right now. Everything has become so tropey in the NFL, and Cousins has made it so great. How about Watts one-liner the other night? Red rifle turned into a red rider BB gun. Andy Dalton's a baby for getting mad about that. It's ridiculous. He looks like the Mozilla Firefox logo. Like, that Fallon was spot on. <laughs> yeah, but Cousins played great last week um, at Carolina. I was kind of talking about this for a game we'll talk about later, but this seems like the kind of game Carolina will go up big and then blow that lead a little bit. <laughs> Probably not lose the game, but I could see... Backdoor cover with the Redskins. Yeah, I could see Washington getting some very big garbage points. And yeah. uh, Cousins padding his own stats. Too. This game's in Carolina. Carolina's played four of their last five games at home. Yeah. So they're going to be challenged when they go on the road late. Um, Shocking. Carolina plays another strong opponent. The Washington professional football team. Okay. So, the last few weeks, been watching Carolina. It seems like... Once or twice, a receiver can beat him over the top in the game. Is this the game Deshaun Jackson finally makes a play? You think he, Norman's on him? I don't think he will be. I think he'll be on the other side with Crowder and all them. Maybe Jordan Reed. I'd put him on tight end. I'm not even kidding. I would give that a resounding no. You don't think Jackson can beat somebody over the top? You don't think he's going to Oh, I think, yeah, he can in 2009 or 2011. So you don't see, like, a 60-yard bomb to Jackson? I, I think the, I could see. It's I, once a year. Deshaun Jackson has five catches this year. Panthers, and he had a 42-yarder last week. He's coming. This Panthers team yes. isn't giving up big plays, though. That's true. No, I mean, keep Norman's mind, on him. It's going to be... Keep in mind, they've been playing middle school football teams all year. But but we did see T.Y. Hilton beat him over the top. And honestly, Kirk Cousins is throwing better than Andrew Luck was at that point. This that If Washington wins this game, they're, like, really in the hunt in the NFC East. Like, they're kind of in the hunt right now. But they like, they're, like, legit to beat Carolina. So are the Cowboys. NFC East, man. That's close to the uh, AFC South. They're both. Yeah, they're pulling. Um, Indiana goes to Atlanta. Atlanta's favored by six. There's no way I would bet on this game. Go ahead. Will took Atlanta minus six. Falcons are coming off a bye. The Falcons are mad. They lost to Blaine Gabbert. The last team to do that was 2010 Oklahoma State. Did he go to Oklahoma State? No, he went to Missouri. We're good. Julio Jones is going to come out, put on a show. If Vontae Davis is on him, he'll still put on a show. And Devontae Freeman got here, got here, held to 13 rushing yards. I think they both go over 100 yards this week. It's six. Six might actually be a pretty good spread, but I'll, I'll take the Falcons by 10. By 10. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me let me ask you something. Are you for this? I'm saying they're going to win by 10. No, no, I know. Okay. Who have the Falcons beat this year? All right, they beat the New York Giants, the Dallas Cowboys, the Washington professional football team, and Houston Texans, and the Tennessee Titans. The Colts are 2-0 with Matt Hasselbeck. That's why I like this game a lot. You like the Falcons in this game? No, I like the Colts in this game. I do, too. I stayed away from this because there's so much uncertainty, but man, Matt Hasselbeck knows how to keep a game close. He's a good quarterback. I'm just saying, I think the Falcons could legitimately go seven and nine or eight and eight. I could see them like losing out, like one and six. And maybe I'm wrong on this. Sorry, what's the rest of their schedule? You just want to run through it. They go. They have the Colts. Then they go to the. They have the Vikings at home. 
No one can beat the Vikings. Right. <laughs> they go to Tampa Bay, they go to Carolina, they go to Jacksonville, then they host Carolina and New Orleans. The best team they play all year is Carolina, and that's in division. They don't play anybody this year. 16 games, really. Um, I'm just not on the Falcons bandwagon, honestly. And the Colts need to win games. And if they win with Matt Hasselbeck, then good Lord. He'd be 3-0. That'd be pretty pretty crazy. What's the Colts' record? They're 4-5. Four 4-5. Four with Matt Hasselbeck. They've beaten the Broncos and three teams from the dark hole that is the AFC South. The Colts um, lost to the Jets in Week 1, beat the Titans and the Jags, and then the Texans. Lost to the Pats by seven, lost to the Saints by six, lost to the Panthers by three, beat the Broncos by a field goal. But the last four weeks, they've played quality teams. Pats, Saints, Panthers, Broncos. I think Saints are probably a quality team. I don't remember. My dream is for Hasselbeck to win out so that when Luck is healthy, there's a controversy. That'll be the funniest headline ever. Hassel, that's kind of like Osweiler remaining right now, right? Like, everybody's kind of like, well, yeah, but that at least makes sense. If you got your young star quarterback is getting a real yeah, run like for his money from Matt yeah. Hasselbeck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so we'll, we'll like explain that game. We're both staying away, me and Evan. Yeah. St. Louis at Baltimore. This, to me, is one of the most bizarre lines. It's Baltimore by one and a half. That's because Case Keenum's starting. But that's a decision. That's a decision. They're choosing to start Case Keenum. They're, that's not a downgrade. They're saying that we think Case Keenum is better than Nick Foles. Right? This is not quarterback hurt. We're bringing somebody in. St. Louis is a poor man's Minnesota Vikings team, I think you could argue. Really good run game. Pretty strong defense. None of us picked this game. I wanted to. I picked St. Louis the past three weeks, so yeah. I had to stay away from them Yeah, this they, time. they've beaten me every week. They've gone, I haven't gotten to St. My Louis question week. is, this game is more about how can Baltimore lose it than anything else, because they have just been sad. Well, the refs did take that win away <laughs> last week, which is... Which is a weird thing. While we're on this, let me just ask you something. If the NFL can can say without a shadow of a doubt that that game was wrong and that it, the Ravens should have won, why can they not just reverse it? I agree, but there would be so much backlash for that. Yeah, but how much backlash is there right now that we know for a fact the Ravens should have won that game? Then it doesn't make sense to me how they can't then how we can't just say, look, that's a W for the Ravens. Like when the Lions should have gotten the ball at the one. But see, that's different because then they would have had to score. Right. But in this game, it is clearly a Ravens win. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just don't understand how you, you can switch that. The way I've looked at it is, I mean, it's hard to say now, you know, like, oh, man, let's just give the Ravens a win. In hindsight, and this is probably the worst way to look at it, but in hindsight, how the heck with all the technology the NFL has, a billion-dollar industry, can they not have the technology to know, like, make everything reviewable? Yeah. I'm Every you. single thing in the game should be reviewable. You I should mean, not miss a step. I completely agree. Nothing in this game should be up for, like, I don't know. It's because Roger Goodell makes, like, $40 billion a year. And $44 million. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't care about one game. He's like, okay, I still get paid. The Ravens have, have played every game this year within eight points. Isn't that kind of incredible? Yeah. Wow. It's pretty cool. And my, my argument for why I would not be the Ravens this game, they have two wins this season. They're both by three points. And they blew a game against the Cardinals, though. That's the crazy part. They blew a game against the Cardinals? They, do they a lost 18-26. Yeah. yeah, that was a Thursday night game or Monday night game, whatever. That was... The Ravens could easily be 1-8. That um, that Steelers win 
was, was all the Steelers' fault. That was that was. But bad. then again, the Ravens also could have a winning record. I feel like they, the Ravens could very easily be six and three right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, this is a good one. I like this game. Denver at Chicago. Brock Eisler, Brock Eisweiler will be starting for for Denver. Chicago. Do we have? Did anybody pick this game? No, no. Nobody picked this game. Chicago was one and a half point favorites. Is that not kind of incredible? Now this is where I like to play the game called. Who was right and who was wrong from last week, and it would be me being right because I said that if Denver lost that game against Kansas City, they were going to slide, and they are now underdogs to Chicago. A Chicago team that was underdog to the Lions. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Ouch. Early on in this season, we I think somebody said Chicago could go 0 16. That was me. And now they're in the now they're in the race for the um, for the NFC wild card. We all stayed away from this game, and then we stayed away from one more game, and then we're getting ready to pick out the rest of the way. Kansas City at San Diego. Tell us what you were, you were talking about this before we started the show. What you think? This you think? has the feeling of most Chargers games, where like Kansas City will go up thirty-one to ten, probably, and then San Diego will get their twenty garbage points, and it'll be like thirty-one thirty. Um, but that's why the game's scary to me. I wouldn't I wouldn't touch it. I feel like San Diego is the ultimate team that. You know, Phil Rivers always needs to pad his fancy stats, but never lets his team win. Is this the game that Melvin Gordon scores? Probably not. As a Melvin Gordon owner, I sure hope so. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot with this question, but is there an equivalent of Philip Rivers in other sports? How so? High draft pick has been on a team with virtually no skilled players. I mean, he had LT for a couple of years, and then he went left. And he's had Keenan Allen, who's the closest thing to a skilled player. I mean, Antonio Gates was pretty good. Has not won a Super Bowl. He's, like, driven. Like, I don't, I don't think you've ever met anybody who's like, man, I can't stand Phil Rivers, right? Like, he's a likable guy. He's very passionate. Very passionate. I think and it's easy not to like him just because he, he can whine a little bit, but yeah. there's no doubting he cares. Is there, but is there, can you, can you look at, in the NBA and say, Carmelo Anthony? Carmelo? Carmelo's not likable, though. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah. had really has never had anybody alongside him. He had, uh, he Amari. He made, he, Amari. he made the playoffs, what, first 10 years of his career or something, and then, Ooh, he had yeah. Iverson? Really? Yeah. He had Amari, that's probably, last year, the first year he didn't make the playoffs. Really? Mm-hmm. He had Iverson and Phillips? And now he's got Porzingis, who... The Rookie of the year, baby. Most likable man in sports, outside of Kirk Cousins. I could take Melo, maybe. I could see that. Um, high draft pick. Has gone through a coaching carousel. Yeah, yeah, no, it really is. Now, you think about Melo's draft class, and then you put Rivers in with Manning and Roethlisberger. Yeah. Melo is the one out of James mm-hmm. and Wade. Early, but I'm thinking Boogie Cousins. It's too early in his career, but man. Boogie Cousins sweepstakes. Who's gonna who's he gonna end up with? He's going to Boston. I hope so. But we'll see. Boston will give him the Godfather card part Boston. two. Sorry. Um Okay, that's good. I like I like Mellon. That's a good that's a pretty good comparison, I'd say. Um, okay. Moving on now. Oakland and Detroit. Oakland is the other team that I continue to pick that has not helped me out at all. I did pick him this week. Will um, you took Detroit plus two. Please explain why. Hey, Rodgers can't beat him, neither can Derek Carr. One pride. So you're going strictly off the win last week. I think t- things are turning around with Jim Bob Cooter calling offensive plays. That's my 
Cooter Alert of the Week. Um, yeah, they're throwing the ball to Calvin Moore. They're getting Ebron involved. They said they're going to let Abdullah run this week. I hope so because I'm pretty sure they have less rushing yards on the season than Adrian Peterson by himself. Maybe than Todd Gurley in like six weeks. Last week, uh, Bell had 14 carries for 17 yards. Abdullah had five carries for 15 yards. That's anemic. I mean, they're horrible. Yeah, they're rushing the ball. They're pretty bad. Okay, Lions fan, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Give me, okay, sell me on Matt Stafford. Or are you not sold on Matt Stafford anymore? I, I liked it when we you had... You better be. Pick him as his fancy quarterback. Yeah, I think when they throw the ball downfield and let him open up, he's a good quarterback. You you guys see that ESPN article that if anybody could break Peyton Manning's record for passing yards, he's the one right now. Because he has 2,500 yards on his 27th birthday. 25,000 yards on his 27th birthday. When they let him throw the ball... I don't think Stafford can play 15 more years. When they let him throw Somebody's the ball, Somebody's going to hurt him. Like, his, one of his own teammates is probably going to punch him. They might, but... He really he can throw the thing downfield when they let him in. I mean that team just has so much promise. I mean you say three guys: Johnson, Ebron, Abdullah. I mean DeAndre Levy when he's healthy, man. The latter two extremely young, but the team's got promise. Unfortunately, you're plagued by the most boring man in the NFL, Jim Caldwell. Yeah. Okay, so NFC North quarterbacks outside of Aaron Rodgers, you're starting a you're need a, you need to have a quarterback for one year. The year 2015, this year has not happened yet. Okay. You need a quarterback. Matt Stafford, Jay Cutler, Teddy Bridgewater, who's your quarterback? Jay Cutler. Confidently, Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. Stafford. Okay. I feel like, I feel like Cutler, Cutler just walks out there like, all right, boys, I'm ready to play football. Got any threes? Go fish. Cutler's the antithesis of Philip Rivers. Every bit of passion Philip Rivers has, Cutler doesn't. Stafford tries so hard, he's, he just doesn't materialize. Although I will yeah. say, with a little bit of bias, I think I have a Cutler complex. This is the year I've been waiting for, for him to finally be good. Well, at least be back to what he could be. Yeah, that's always been the case with Cutler. Um, okay, so Will's taking Detroit. Plus two. At home. Ford Field. Green Bay at Minnesota is a pick em. Surprisingly, nobody picked this game because I think everybody's just kind of confused by it. I refuse to pick Minnesota. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a bottom five quarterback in the league, which I know no, nobody That's fine. You don't have to agree with it. He's semi-competent at times. I don't know. Um, He's got Stephon Diggs. Who's your pick, though, if you had if you had to put money on it right now? Is Green Bay going to stop sliding, or what's the deal? Green Bay, I don't know if they can stop Adrian Peterson, honestly. That's going to be the big issue, because then the Vikings are going to control the ball virtually long, as long as they want to. I think I think Minnesota's gonna win this game, and I don't know why, but this team makes no sense, and they keep winning. So, I mean, I'm not Teddy Bridgewater's biggest fan, but somehow he's playing well enough to get this team winning. Let me tell you just how incredible this is, right? Are you ready for this? Teddy Bridgewater threw one season last year. Are you ready for this? His completion percentage was sixty-four point four percent. Okay, he threw for two thousand nine hundred and nineteen yards. He threw for 14 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, had a pass rating of 85.2, okay? This year, 64.2%. So he's 0.2% off. He's 1,810 yards, 7 touchdowns, exactly half from last year at the midway point, and 6 interceptions, exactly half, pass rating 84.6. He's identical. He hasn't changed at all. He refuses to improve. That's that. Have you ever seen Rudolph Island of Misfit Toys? Think through the Minnesota offense and tell me 
how many names you find that Matthew Berry said was going to break out that year. Just think. Cordell Patterson actually had a carry last year. Cordell Patterson, Charles Johnson, Mike, what's his name? Wallace, Kyle Rudolph. It's just like, hey, Vikings have a chance. They're bothersome. Why do we? That I think that's why we don't pick them. They're not fantasy relevant. They got one player. That's it. I mean, I was making this comparison off the podcast. I don't know how accurate it is, but they seem like they're like the Boston Celtics. They don't have any stars. They just have a group of okay players, a little above average players, that just play well together and somehow pull out wins. Aside from Adrian Peterson. Aside from Adrian Peterson. Right. So is it Adrian Peterson Isaiah that's, Thomas? That's your Isaiah Thomas. If they had someone starting over Adrian Peterson. Yeah. But you know, that's that's his that's his way of doing things. Actually, Brad Stevens is Adrian Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> um Okay, San Francisco is going into Seattle. Seattle's twelve point favorites. I can't believe you guys picked this game. This is absolutely ridiculous. I picked San Francisco plus 12. I don't even need to defend myself. This game is going to be within 12 points. Go. Arizona scored 32. No, Arizona scored 39, right? Final score of that game, 39-32. <laughs> that would mean the 49ers would have to score more than 20 points. I mean, if you think that Seattle is going to score 32 on San Francisco. At least. This game already happened once this year, and they and they covered the twelve and a half point spread. It, um, it was like twenty to seven. I don't think the Seahawks will lose two games in a row with the latter being to Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, they played. This game already happened. And it was twenty to three. Nice cover, boys. Do it again. Yeah, Seattle. I don't think there's any chance San Francisco comes close in this game. Um, is Carlos Hyde playing? Tell you. All right, so we got Sean Drone around the ball. I'll go. Sean Drone had a good week last week. I'll go Gabbert three picks. Wow, how many turnovers? Three. He's not going to fumble. I'll I trust. I trust Blaine Gabbert with the ball in his hands. I'll take four on a Bobby Wagner, like on a just drilling him. Yeah. This game's not going to be twelve point game. I'm, I'm sorry. I hope. I hope it is for your sake, but okay. I don't think it's going to happen. Question: yeah. If San Francisco keeps on this trend of being pretty bad, yeah, do you see Tom Slow getting canned after his first year? Totally. He's out. He's if if they go. Under four, if they go four and twelve, he's out. Gosh, he doesn't seem like a real human being. He's a strange guy. He looks like what you make in like your creative coach when you're. He does. With that's your a good point. Yeah. Oh. Creative coach. That's him. <laughs> um, okay, we need to hurry up. We're going. We're taking a, little, a lot of time. Cincinnati at Arizona. Easy pick of the week. I'm locking it. You're locking it. Arizona minus three. I'd like to point this out real quick. Yeah. Teddy Bridge. I mean, excuse me. Teddy Bridgewater, my second least favorite quarterback. Guess what Andy Dalton's record is in primetime? When he is the only game on television, guess what his record is? One and something. He beat the Browns. No, he's 4 and 14. That's sad. It's sad. It's sad the Bengals have had 18 primetime games in it's five years. I mean, this Oh, three. okay, okay. I judged that wrong. And, and now it's oh, half the playoffs? games are primetime. That can't play off. Playoffs. Well, he's only played one of those per year. I mean, I know. I just didn't. I wasn't thinking about that. Well, I don't have to tell you how much I dislike Andy Dalton and how much of a mediocre quarterback he truly is, but Arizona, minus three, cha-ching. I think the Bengals got exposed last week. Yeah. And I think Arizona... Houston's D looked good. They actually yeah. looked impressed. Yeah. I mean, Arizona's D is only better, too. And I see... Especially in the especially defensive backs. Gosh. Man, this game, I don't see it being close. Okay. In in Cincinnati's defense, their receivers look like Week Seven Brandon LaFell out there. Six drop between Green and Eifert. That stinks. Those are the top two targets. Yeah. The good news is they're not going to repeat that. Yeah, they'll be back. They're not going to see the ball this week though. Cause no fly zone. I didn't pick it, but I agree. Peterson and Matthew are 
Since, so Denver lost two in a row. They're looking suspicious now. Cincinnati, are you looking suspicious? I think so, especially with how Pittsburgh's looking. I mean, I still see Cincy winning this division. Well, yeah. But I can see, I mean, classic Andy Dalton, I can see them dropping their first playoff game depending on that matchup. Oh, there's no doubt. Unless it's like the Jets getting in. Any chances against Pittsburgh? Could that happen? Because my cousin Martavis assured me that they're going pretty far this year. We talked on the phone the other night. Okay. Awesome. Last but not least. <laughs> Buffalo at New England on Monday night. Evan, both of us are Patriots fans. I have not talked to you about this. Let me just get 30 seconds. Okay, ready? 30 seconds for me real quick. Ready? Ready. The New England Patriots are 9-0. Yes. We are, are excuse me, Jeremy Burnham would catch me for saying we. They are without star receiver Julian Edelman. Yes. They are without, arguably, star running back Deion Lewis. Yes. We are. They are without three starting offensive linemen from the beginning of the year. They yes. signed Brandon, um, no, what's his name? Joseph Foria. On yeah. the practice squad. Oh, that's where it's supposed to be. On a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you right now? Going forward. For the rest of the season? I mean, well, we're making the playoffs. We're 9-0. Yeah. No, yeah. no pressure. Um, just can, for... this, can this team win the Super Bowl? Yes. Okay. Um, yes, very much so. They can because Bill Belichick is evil, and he finds ways to win. Um, I'm convinced that Bill Belichick is an evil mastermind. But also, this team's still talented. You still have Brady. It's hard to root against number 12, especially in the AFC right now, when... The two other best teams, Broncos and Bengals, have looked piss poor in the past two weeks. Well, yeah. past week, Bengals two weeks. Um, Edelman, if he comes back to playoffs, will be huge. But and they're saying he's going to come back. Which yeah, I, I think I think he's got the mentality. He's going to get back as soon as he can. Um, I just don't see much competition in the FC. I can easily see them losing, though. They, sh- In my opinion, the Giants' horrible clock management at the end of the game. Giants should have won that game. The Tom Brady throw at the end of the game, they... they Interception that didn't that didn't count. Yes, he dropped, the guy dropped it. it. Yeah, that's one of the three worst passes I've ever seen Tom Brady throw. That was horrible. Mm-hmm. And I think Collins will be back. Edelman will hopefully be back. The line doesn't matter. Brady gets the ball out in under point four seconds. Yeah. And y'all have an unguardable player. Yeah. That's not. Well, I don't know if you heard Simmons say this the other day, but I really like this analogy. He said that what they've been doing through ten weeks with Rob is like this. Is what they do. It's like. They take him out of the garage, they put him on the side streets, they let him go, and sometimes they like rev him up to 80, but they haven't taken him on the highway yet. <laughs> it's like, because they they're scared that somebody's just going to knock out his knees. Yeah. Um, so Gronk is going to be crucial. I think that Blunt's going to end up getting a lot more carries. Like, I think they're going to go to Blunt a little bit more. Like, I can see him being like a 16, 18 carries guy, which he usually isn't. Yeah. I mean, he's an amazing story. Just a guy who doesn't fit the system at all. Guy's just going to run it down your throat, and he yeah. works. He somehow works. So, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not locking the Pats in the Super Bowl, but man, I would be surprised if a team in the AFC can beat them at home in the playoffs. You know the Cinderella, like the narrative I have in my head? Some, the Raiders squeak into the playoffs, go to Foxborough, Charles Woodson picks off Brady to seal the game. The 39-year-old Charles Woodson, then young Derek Carr, like, steps up into the spotlight, you know, the rest is history. That'd, yeah, I wouldn't even be mad. That'd be beautiful. That would be beautiful. You know what you just told, right? That he's You're, tried the Patriots with a star receiver like Crabtree. No, 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 it's the opposite. It's opposite of what happened to Brady because Brady went into Oakland. Tuck rule happened. Mm. They beat the Raiders. He won the Super Bowl first year. So then it makes it even cooler than the Raiders. Yeah, they were talking about it on Monday night. Um, t- they were showing 
when David Carr got drafted in 2001 by the Texans. Derek Carr was like they, eight. They, they passed on Derek Carr yeah. uh, a couple of years ago. And man, Texans, if they had Derek Carr, I think Andre Johnson's still there. I think they're a better team. Dude, yeah. Derek Carr hooked up with Devontae Adams in college. Think about him with Hopkins. Gosh, that team would be so good. All right, so there's our picks of the week. We just did that in record long, long time. Um, let's talk fantasy-wise this week. Quarterbacks, we have 12 different players. Feeling good. Quarterbacks. I went Tony Romo in his return. I think he's going to throw for 303 scores. Wow. Evan? I'm going Bortles. Seems like a good pick against Tennessee's secondary. Um, Thursday night, Tennessee, just not very good. I trust Blake Bortles. Can you uh, tell us the phrase you subscribe in, the curious case? The curious case of Blake Bortles. I love that. First off, if you look at Blake Bortles, he looks like he's 40, but he is 23. And I think I think he's just getting better and better. I mean, he might throw two picks in this game, but I hope not. I hope not. And the best part of this game, again, will be the colors. I don't know what the NFL is doing, but it's amazing. I don't know if you saw my tweet last night, but Perry Ellis, yeah, Kansas player, mm-hmm. he legitimately looks 40. Like, oh, legitimately. Did you see that CBS tweet? I was like, this is the 1954 Kansas team. That was team. awesome. <laughs> the 1954 Kansas team, and they photoshopped Perry Ellis. It's ridiculous. It's kind of crazy. What is he, 20? I don't know. I feel like he's been there for five years. All right, yeah. Will, you went Matt Stafford. Yeah, Oakland doesn't defend the pass really well. Siphon Charles Woods in the ageless wonder. All right, so you're feeling good about Stafford? I'm feeling good about Stafford. I could buy that. Um, running back situation is interesting this week. I went Jonathan Stewart. He's just been solid. I'm feeling good about him in the run game with Carolina. You went Ronnie Hillman. Oh, I did not. You went Ronnie Hillman. Yeah. They're playing the Bears. Yep. Hey, Phil. Yeah, I touched CJ Anderson last week, 13-2. to Osweiler gets him close. He'll be the one to punch it in. Okay, and you went... I went to Nard Robinson. Okay, so let's, let's preface this. Are you going to say Yeldon if Robinson's out? Or are you saying no? I might have to change that pick as a whole. Okay. Um, Yeldon's hurt. Doesn't know if he's playing. He probably will play, but also it's a Thursday night game, so he's got less time to get ready. And Robinson, big strong shoelace. Dude. Yeah, I think he might get touches. I think this game's also going to be a blowout. I think they're going to run it a little more um, once they're up. So if Robinson starts or at least gets fifty percent of touches, I think I'll be a game. So oh. your fantasy is done Thursday night, basically. Yeah. Nice. I mean, once the Jags win, sixty nothing. That that would be awesome. I love the Jags. <laughs> Wide receivers. I'm with Eric Decker. He keeps scoring touchdowns, so I'm gonna keep putting him in my lineup. That's right. And he scored like seven touchdowns in a row or something like that. Crazy. So handsome. He's <laughs> and Fitzpatrick likes getting the ball. Will, you went Calvin Johnson hooking up with Matt Stafford. Yeah, that's just the point on that one. Golden Tate has actually gotten lost somewhere in the locker room. He'll probably be back eventually. He'll I haven't heard much from Golden Tate this year. He's been stuck in the bathroom. Yeah, I don't really know what's happened. He caught it, though, against the Seahawks a couple years back. And you went... I went Amendola. Yeah. yeah. I think he played great against New York. And I think he's only going to get more touches. With the him. move he made under a minute play was incredible. Won the how game. many how many receivers make that move? Won the game. Yeah, he is so smart for a slot wide. Like he knows his game, and it sucks that he's pushed back by Edelman sometimes. But man, he's a great player. I hope he can say Edelman. I mean, yeah, if his if his head's okay, he's a great player. Do you not feel like he's the guy? If you went like up there to see a Pats game, he'd be the guy you saw pumping gas in like his '97. Toyota before the game, you know what I'm talking about? He just seems like the average guy. 
Uh, hey, I'm Danny. He just plays football because he's good at it. He doesn't even really like it. Yeah. If the Rams wouldn't have signed Wes Welker, would the Patriots sign Wes Welker with Edelman going out? I think it's possible. I would normally say no because I feel like Welker left a bad taste when he left. But the yeah. Pats have been known to bring guys back like that. Like, we yeah. brought Blunt, or they brought Blunt back. Yeah. Um, what? They brought McDaniels back. Like, I love Josh. McDaniels. <laughs> Amazing. He's my hero. Wears a visor in the middle of November. I'm going to say this. I didn't put this as one of my wide receivers, but I think Doug Baldwin's going to have a good week for Seattle. He's been really he's been really yeah. red hot. I was thinking Tyler Lockett. I'd kick returns a lot. Okay. All right. So maybe one of those guys. Not Ricardo. Um, oh, sorry. At tight end, I'm going Martellus Bennett two weeks in a row. How, Marty B. How did he do last week? Um, I don't remember. I think he got Marty B got one. Wait. He got 1.8. Okay. I need a touchdown. For so, me. I mean, he can't, he can't go down. He could. Here's um, you went Tyler Eifert? Yeah. yeah. Bold pick. He, he had a lot of drops last week. Hopefully he can... If Bad Andy shows up, I'm sorry for ever saying Tyler Eifert, but I don't think he'll... He's the guy that will have two bad weeks in a row. Well, the good thing is is that we all kind of agree Cardinals probably get up in this game, so I have to throw it a little bit. Maybe. I... That's a risky pick taking Eifert against Arizona, but I like it. It's bold. Uh, speaking of risky picks, <laughs> Zach Miller. Yeah. Okay, so here's my logic. Wait, so we have both Bears tight ends. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. First off, little Martellus Bennett tidbit of information by myself. I have confused him with Mercedes Lewis for the past decade. <laughs> I always thought they were the same player until I learned eventually that they were two separate human beings all oh. on their own. Um, Zach Miller, been playing great the past couple weeks. Analysts say there's no way he continues it. I'm going on a limb and saying he will. I think the Broncos will blitz a lot. I think um, the Bears will run a lot of two tight end formations. Hopefully he can get open, break through. Also, that Broncos secondary is going to be locking down the receivers. So I'm going for it. Don't know how confident I am, but we'll see. Hopefully the Bears tight ends have a good day. Yeah, I think we can agree on that. We're going to need that to happen. And we got prime Jay Cutler right now. Cutler's looking good. I'm a Cutler fan. I, I don't know why I like him, but I do. All right, I, I, I was going to talk about this a little bit later, but I will say this, is that in November, December, January, what, what do you have to be able to do to the quarterback to win? You have to be able to play in the cold, right? Cutler can do that. He always has. He throws the ball hard. Cam Newton can do that. He always has. He's done the ball hard. Peyton Manning. Kind of just got lifting it out so there. sad. The end, of, the end of Peyton. It's so sad. Man, he should have retired. So there's that's our picks for the week. Hopefully we'll do good. I think we did we'll, we'll, we'll have a pretty good week. Just going by how my fantasy seasons went, I'm gonna go with every prediction I made being wrong. But we'll see. Katie Nolan of FS1 does fade that pick, so she just says take the opposite of what she what she does. <laughs> so maybe we're gonna fade that through them. Um, we got some time. Want to talk NBA? Yes. We yes. Can. Yes. Anything specific? Yeah. Will the Warriors? Beat the Bulls' record. I say no. Seventy-two and ten. So they have to go seventy-three and nine to beat the record, or tie it. So that's impressive. Can, can the Warriors go seventy-two and ten? You say no. I say they can, but they won't. Someone's going to get injured, and there's no way Steph can keep this up. Is Steph the best basketball player on earth right now? You can take that one. I'm, I mean, I'm thinking about it. He. I don't know. That's tough because I don't think you can guard him. On offense right now, but all around, probably not. For my team, I've changed my first overall pick. I think I'm taking Drummond. 
<laughs> I don't even care. I'll find a point guard. Just put him in the paint. He's incredible. What will Luke Walton do after this is over? He's a new Lakers coach. Right? I mean, that's Lakers will get him. I mean, Byron Scott is awful Yeah. in L.A. Yeah. You mean Coach Kobe? Yeah. It is. It has been, like, very rumored that Luke is the obvious choice. Although, is anyone confident Luke Walton's a good coach? Is it that hard to coach this Warriors team? No, I see Luke Walton as a good fit coaching the football team for USC. You can get fit right in there. They need a new frat boy coach after Lincoln's outfit. Yeah. <laughs> is it, do you think, uh, okay, well, the biggest news coming out of today is Houston fires Kevin McHale. Yeah. McHale, possible fit in L.A.? No. no. McHale, I think he's going to have to be an assistant before he's a head coach again. Oh. Although, I don't really agree with that. I, I was very frustrated the Rockets fired him today. I don't think that was a good move by them. And I'd be shocked to see if who they fill with that role, yeah. eventually, is going to be a better fit. My money is on Thibodeau, which is not a good pick for them, but I think that's what they're going to do, because they're going to drastically, early season firings, so you always go with the most drastic move, and I could see them saying, we're 29th in defense, we need someone right now to fix our defense. Hmm. I think, uh, I want to tell you, you like this more for Thibodeau. As you know, right now, the Timberwolves have a, um, an interim head coach, yes. after the death of Flip. Andrew Wiggins, across the towns, the best building block in the NBA right now, right? Love that team. What about DeAndre Drummond? DeAndre Drummond? Uh, Andre Drummond. What about Andre Drummond? DeAndre Drummond himself? Plus Andre Drummond. <laughs> no. Town, you'd rather have Towns and Wiggins and Drummond. Kentavious Caldwell Pope. Oh, God. <laughs> I, like, I like that Pistons team. Me? But I, I like also, the Pistons team too, but I like Timberwolves way more. Also, yeah, also Stan's not going to be leaving. Oh, Stan's incredible. Stan's He's a great doing, coach. So that's, he, what Stan is doing right now with Reggie Jackson and Andre Drummond is what? It's... The magic. It's the magic. It's Dwight nine. Howard and Jameer Nelson. Man, that's exciting for Detroit fans because they have had some bad years. Yeah. Um, but you think Thibodeau to Minnesota? I think that'd be a good fit. A lot of people... Thibodeau is such an interesting guy because everyone has really drastic opinions on him. Yeah. That he doesn't belong in the NBA at all. Apparently he's a really hard coach on his players. He wears teams out like the Bulls yeah. are exhausted. Which is funny because Hoiberg is like the exact opposite. He's a player's coach. Yeah. Um, I had him. I thought he was going to New Orleans, hundred percent. And then New Orleans, ah, suffering now. Ah, thank you. You brought it up. I was going to do it as a trivia question. Now you already know. So the the six seventy sixers are zero and eleven. You know what the the Pelicans are right now? They one in ten. They're one in ten. And AD's out, right? You got hurt last night. They're one in ten. That's they're they're good. They have a top five talent. Yeah, Anthony Davis is incredible. But man, that's sad. They need to put some pieces around him. But it looked like they did. I don't know. I don't know. That team is an enigma. They'll, they'll pick it up. I agree. So my, that was my follow-up question: Is do you think do you see the Houston Rockets fall changing and getting a little bit better? Yes. I hope so. I think they're in a funk, which is why I didn't like the McHale firing. I think they played so well last year. Just early. Yeah. And. It's an 82-game season, so essentially you're one, seven and a half, one out of seven until you're done with your season. Well, what would this be in baseball? How many games would it be? Pretty much double. It'd be around 25. It's exactly double. Exactly double. So it'd be around 25 games. It'd be like, you'd be pretty bad, though. Well, it's a little bit different. What would you, what would you say, five and 20? Oh, God, well, that's completely different, because they already have four wins. The thing about the Rockets is, though, they started 0-3. Playing really poor, and then they came back, and now they're what four and seven. 
They're 4-7-0, like, and they came back last night against the Celtics. Yeah, I don't, I don't get this firing. It seems like it's just drastic. How long has he been there? It's his third year, so I can check that. Right. 12, 13, yeah. four, maybe his fourth year. Um, Mikhail should just go, be an assistant on the Celtics, hang out. Was he the one they like? Wasn't he kind of like Dwight Howard's mentor? So when Dwight really wasn't producing, there's no reason to have him around. Torture chamber and all that. Man, Dwight Howard's really a disappointment, though. I think that's the big thing right now. When's the last time you were like, oh, top center in the game, Dwight Howard? He was really good last playoffs. That's he true. was really good. That's true. But, like, ever since his magic days, you don't, like, night in, night out, think Dwight Howard. I also don't think Ty Lawson's a great fit in that offense. Hold on a second. 2011. Kevin so McHale. Sixth year. I think it was his fifth. 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah, fifth year. Um, Ty Lawson is an enigma. Also, this team made the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. I don't... I Now, granted, it wasn't one of the greatest collapses on a Game 7 history by the yeah. Clippers, but... Ooh, quick topic. Do you like Clippers? I find the Clippers. They're scary. I've, like, said it in my head that I don't like them, but, man, I gotta <laughs> like watching them. There are ten players on that team that can get my attention. Okay, so th- that's that's actually my... My main problem with the Clippers is, I don't know if you watched the Clippers and Warriors, it's like the third game of the season. Yeah, great tight, right? right? Oh, man. But what, what, do the Clip, what do the Warriors have that the Clippers don't have? Uh, besides Steph Curry. They have some, Steph Curry is the guy who was knocking down the shots to win the game, right? They had, um, so when the Clippers come down, down by two with 45 seconds left, they settle for a Chris Paul three. You know? Yeah. Like, what, what's the ideal play? Get if the you're, ball, get the ball to Blake Griffin. Get the ball to Blake Griffin on a pick and roll. Get the ball to Blake Griffin every play. I'd take it to Jamal Crawford if you need three. Crawford had a he remember, had 39 there. You remember first round of the playoffs last year? In prime, Blake Griffin is the scariest thing in the NBA. He's good. so good. He was triple double machine. But the problem is, when you go against the Warriors, you're going against undefeated coaching phenom Luke Walton. And the guy can't lose. What can you say? And they can hit free throws. I think that's a big issue. Like everybody says, it's okay. You know, big center can get rebound. It'll be okay late in the game. But Dwight Howard, DeAndre Jordan, neither one of them have an NBA title. I'm saying, guy, if you have a guy like that, I don't think you can win big games. Because he's got to be in. He gets your rebounds. Like, I just think it's an issue to have DeAndre Drummond out there airballing free throws with four seconds left when you know he's the one that's going to get the board. I would be very surprised if we don't see Warriors-Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. Warriors-Clippers? Yeah. Spurs? I'd be very surprised if we don't see Warriors-Clippers. Really? All right. Thunder is my... I, like, I had Thunder Spurs. They're, they're losing. I know, but but Russ Spurs were my championship pick a few weeks ago. Russ is incredible. It'll be like mid-April and Pop will get out some like Rogaine, make you twenty years younger. Mono will come out. That is the thing. I haven't been super impressed with the Spurs, but I keep every year I forget what the Spurs plan is. And they have the best player. The players. first the first eighty-two games of the year are just preseason for the Spurs. Oh yeah, love me some Kawhi. Kawhi is my second favorite player in the NBA. First, James Harden. Oh, okay. Where's Damian Lillard, guys? Oh, that'll do the NBA. 30 seconds of FaceTime here for everybody. We, but we don't call it FaceTime. We call it the, the, home, stretch. the home stretch. Mr. Bryant. Oh, Mr. Bryant. Okay. I'm looking right now, Dynasty Football League 2016, sell all your picks. 2017, you got Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, Sony Michael. The 2017 running back class is going to be like the 2014 receiver class. 
I'm mind blown by how much talent's right there. And this is just a PSA for everybody in Dynasty Football Leagues. Stack 2017 picks now. It's going to be like an apocalypse. That's mine. Okay. People in the Carolinas like to think that Cam Newton is the MVP of the league right now. When the MVP of the league right now is obviously Tom Brady through the first 10 weeks. And I'll tell you why. Brady is first in yards, first in touchdowns, fifth in completion percentage, 31st in interceptions, and he has three wins against opponents with winning records. Cam is 29th in completion percentage, 21st in yards, 15th in touchdowns, 9th in interceptions, and only one win against a team with a winning record. Now, those numbers aren't comparable. Cam, okay quarterback, phenomenal runner. He likes to trick people into thinking he's a great quarterback. Brady, obvious MVP. Also, credit to my brother on those stats. He's the one who presented this to me. Shout out to him. I love a good Tom Brady FaceTime or uh, home stretch. There's there's really nothing like that. Um, my FaceTime, my home stretch tonight is going out to the Duke Blue Devils for for yesterday's game against against the Kentucky Wildcats. Grayson Allen, who after two games we had self-proclaimed to be the best player in the league in the uh, in the in the nation. He, um, let's say it wasn't a great game for him. He went 2 of 11 from the field after an 0 for 9 start, was 1 of 2 from 3 land, had 6 points, 3 boards, and an assist. Um, not pretty, to say the least. And the guy who did look like the best in the league last night was Denzel Valentine, who recorded a triple-double, which I now get to mention that Hassan Whiteside had a triple-double last night with blocks instead of assist. He's the man. Thanks for listening to the Strictly Debatable podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Evan, give us your Twitter account right You can follow me at, at Evan underscore Cronus for all your UNC athletic needs and Patriots tweets. We'll make sure to update your pick if uh, Shule, or if TJ Yeldon plays. We'll, we'll get it out there for y'all because Evan might have a really good week in fantasy. Also, you should probably just follow Justin on Twitter too because he did a lot. He did really well last week. Yeah. So you, I'm so surprised Justin McMahon did well in fantasy. What? It blows, it blows what? my mind. I heard he won five bucks on Sunday. Gosh. What a <laughs> Thanks guy. for listening. Uh, subscribe on iTunes.